this week, three sides of the coin. Don't waste your time. We, 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 we talk about how great it would be to have Kiss release alive with Bob Kulik on guitars. <laughs> no, we literally have no guest. So you we just read. We, we, yeah, I, I, I tell you up front, I want to be an asshole this week. Um, we just read comments and we read a lot more comments than Tommy usually does. And we spend more time discussing comments. So this is kind of like your show. This is kind of your show this week. We follow your leads. Three sides of the coin. Talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. So you love the show. Visit threesidesofthecoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Hey, Three Sides. Got the three Weisenheimers. And I don't know why, but today I'm feeling like I'm going to be an asshole. What's different? Yeah, how does that differentiate from any (laughs) other day? I'm just warning everybody up front. (laughs) I'm just warning everybody up front. And it's not because I'm in a bad mood. I'm actually in a great mood. But I feel like being a dick when i'm in a good mood like this okay um so we we have a guest next week this was the guy that didn't show up last week and i don't know do i do i jinx us by mentioning who it is gonna be no 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 okay no i don't think so i think we're better off just saying nothing because god only knows it might happen again and we'll rip him about it next week yeah, I mean this shit just goes want. round and ra- this shit just goes round and round. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know he's going to have so much fun. He's going to be back for more. Tommy, you're going to be a wanted man if you don't behave yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I like what we cool, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say, shame, shame, shame? There you go. Oh. Oh boy. Oh boy. Guys, we, we, so, we got nothing today. We got <laughs> nothing. And I and I and I and I threw a topic out and Tommy's like, didn't we talk about that? I'm like, I fucking don't know. We've done over 500 episodes. I don't remember. I don't remember what we talk about. Honestly, I have no memory. I did a quick search and I didn't find the topic, but that doesn't mean we still didn't talk about it. So well, and I could be wrong for just for some reason when you mentioned it, it just kind of like stuck there. Like, God, I could have sworn we did. Maybe, maybe like we that. maybe we talked about that as a smaller subtopic on something else. But anyway, so we we scrapped that. Here's what we're gonna do today. This is this is basically all about Tommy's job today. Right. All we're going I'd to do, do today. The other one then. Well, that just means Mike's going to step up and yeah. pick up the slack because yeah. Tommy, I mean, honestly, Tommy sat down, goes, we haven't gotten a single comment on today's episode. I'm like, yeah, we have. I've seen a bunch of them. He's like, wait a second. There's two videos here. I'm like, yeah, there's a live video and a regular posted video. It's been that way for at years. least two or three years. <laughs> 
Okay, I guess I didn't. Years. Even so, I know that. So yeah, exactly. Even now I feel Mark dumb. Knows now that. I feel and dumb. If Mark knows, exactly. I feel dumb. How stupid is Tommy now that Mark even knew what was going oh. on? Yeah, because if Mark knows, then I'm. Yeah, that's bad. You got no. You've got no excuse, Tommy. Anyway, we're gonna just read. We're gonna go deep into comments, and we're gonna go deep into posts that have been made on our um, Three Sides of the Coin Facebook group. And we're just going to comment on them because there's always interesting stuff there. I mean, a lot of times we comment on it privately. So here, we hit the record button. You're going to hear us now. So, um, and and before we get into that, I, you know, Kiss News Wise, um, Kiss is over in Europe now. Seems to be going great. Big shows. Uh, I haven't paid attention to the set list but I haven't heard anybody say, oh my God, it's different. They so. did make in love or I don't know if, it, again, I'm trying not to pay attention to that just because I, you know, set list stuff. I don't, don't get me wrong because we all kind of already know what the set list is. Yeah. Nothing's changed. I'm actually, or may, may, maybe, maybe one song that they played a year ago has been brought back. Let's put it that way. It's not like they all of a sudden are playing dark light. Okay. No, thank God. I, I um, would but, love to see him drop, say yeah, and put something else in there. Well, like I said, they did play. Uh, they did play "Making Love." I know. I don't know if they're doing which, it every night, but I like that too. I love that thing. song. Yeah, me actually, too. anything off rock and roll over is good. Yeah, yeah exactly. The what I'm most excited about though is talking to Snake because aren't they over there with him right now? Well, that's right. He is going to be doing some Word shows of the day. With- yeah, they're doing some shows with Kiss over there. Word, word of the day. the day, Snake. Word of the day. Yeah. Gotta send him a text message. Yeah, brother. Yeah, please do because we need to. He needs to know this. Although, what I kind of consider geeky Kiss minutia that we all are like, "Ooh, what's that about?" Last night in Amsterdam, Gene performed. I mean, like he does all night in costume. But he didn't have the leggings to his boots on all night. He had the covers to his boots, but he didn't have basically the shin guards. So he had just black leotards on, which looks a little odd. Makes him look like he's got skinny legs. But we haven't heard anything yet as to why and what happened. I could only speculate some kind of costume malfunction like something broke something couldn't get repaired last minute and the show goes on yeah well you know i i know that adrian and darren and uh and uh, alex and alan and tom i'm just thinking of you know friends of ours who've all been on the show i don't think darren's been on the show but he's a good friend of mine but all those you know those guys have all they were there seen kiss yeah so i think it's been fun watching uh uh you know their posts and they're all excited and how much fun it's been and you know that's uh that's good stuff and you know and maybe maybe over the next day or two or by next week we'll finally get a report as to what happened uh you know it's it's not like it's like not groundbreaking it's just different you know, when 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 um, Keith posted the photo on the Kiss social networks, it was like, 
wait a second, Gene's legs are all black. Where's the where's the shin guard? And it's like, okay, this is different. Yeah. And 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 honestly, to me, it would be kind of cool to go at a go to a show where that happened. Something different. Because that gives them that makes it unique. That makes that yeah. show really unique to you. It's kind of like when I went and saw Ace and remember in the farewell tour where he took off the top of his costume because it was so freaking hot. Yeah. He came out in a kiss t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, that that's so rare. Cool. Very it, cool. It doesn't happen. So here's one thing that's non-kiss that uh over uh, Tommy's right shoulder, that uh that guy from Detroit. Um did you guys see uh, his the track listing for his new record came out today? No, no I didn't. Yeah, so uh when when's the album coming out? I'm not sure, but the uh, I'll um, show you guys. Is there my a buddy name? Sent him. Yeah, and it looks really cool. And this is an it's, Alice it's, Cooper thing, not a not a vampire thing. Yeah, this is, I was gonna say this is Alice that, Cooper. Doesn't this have some of the original members on it? This just Al must be windy and Detroit today. In, oh, in Detroit. Detroit. No, thunderstorm, thunderstorms right now. There's, I just oh, there we heard. go. Mark, Mark, Mark's Rooter is acting up. Oh, it, again, there's it's it's rocking and rolling right now. Thunder and lightning, pretty. pretty um, you know, I, I I I gotta say, Alice is right up there with Cheap Trick. Those are two artists that just keep fucking recording music. Deep Purple, mm-hmm. same thing. I okay. just watched an interview with Robin Zander. <laughs> Uh, yesterday where he was asked what's cheap trick doing they're getting next year's cheap tricks 50th anniversary and they're putting stuff together to celebrate that they're releasing this doesn't excite me but it's cool they're releasing a new greatest hits album and they're going to release a new studio album so it's and like bunny bunny's still releasing bootlegs damn near fucking oh, every week but bunny is yeah you gotta if you haven't done this go follow bunny on youtube people he posts audio bootlegs, full shows. Like he just posted one from like 1973 yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With 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 Zeno singing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Robin's not even in the band yet. So yeah, go follow Bunny on on YouTube. He's digging into his. I mean, and and keep in mind that's what Bunny was known for in Cheap Trick. I mean, he was he was kind of the Gene Simmons. He kept the everything. Yeah. He has everything, and he's releasing stuff. Um, but yeah, Cheap Trick and Alice Cooper, these guys just keep fucking recording music and releasing it. And I think that's so great that that they still want to do that. And and listen, I don't know for sure, but I mean, what they might sell maybe fifty thousand albums. Yeah, well, hundred thousand. Who cares? You know, this is this is a great example. I just happen to have this gets within arm's reach. But you know, Joe Perry released this back in 2018, and then he decided to put a vinyl out. Now it looks all the same, but it's got seven more tracks, so there's a seven-song difference between the two. And you know, instead of putting a whole new record out and stuff like that, you know, I, I just cool that I'd, I'd even take a single from Kiss, something. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean that, and that—that's what this whole. And we've had this discussion with Kip Winger and stuff, and it's just like, I, I don't, I don't admire artists who no longer want to be artists because they can't make money off of their art. It's like, 
don't you want to fucking create? I well, I would I, you know listen, Ace Fraley's working on a new studio album. Ace Fraley, whether you like his material or not, Ace Fraley has released way more material in the last decade than Kiss has. What the fuck? Why can't Gene and Paul go in there and do something? Nobody's gonna demos. nobody's gonna give them a million dollars to do it. Again, revisit old demos, right? You know, there's so many things you could do. So many things. Speaking of which, um, got uh, I, I I like when bands keep sprucing the catalog. Um, got the the new Live Evil box set, and that's how it's done. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Black Sabbath did uh, Live Evil was the live album they did with uh, Ronnie James Dio back in I think technically it came out in like January of '83. But matter of fact, I went to the tour. That was a Marlboro store. Um, but what they did is they released two versions. One's the remastered version of the original. And more importantly, and thank to the rock and roll gods, they remixed it. Um, there's a version. And let me tell you, that remix buries the original one. I mean, it's night and day. And it's funny because I remember back in the day, when that came out, I was a little disappointed by it. And Dio left soon after. And I remember reading in, in the rock rags where Dio was all upset about it. And he's like, it, it could have been so much better of an album. And it wasn't a great, uh, you know, reproduction of what they didn't. I, and I, again, I was just kind of liked Live Evil. It was just okay. I thought Ozzy's uh, Speak of the Devil was way better. It was way more. It was everything that you like about Sabbath. And sure as shit, man, here it is 40 years later. It's remixed. It sounds a billion times better. All of Ronnie's, there's so much dialogue from the show that was, you know, it was, it, it was put it, back into the show. They put it back in. They, they edited yeah, it out originally. It, it, night and day. It, it just made the show flow better. It was a better listen. And uh, just sonically is, is so improved. And and if you guys remember the feud that he had with, uh, and it's funny because in the liner box sets, they, they revisit some of those old interviews and, you know, Dio, they were saying Dio was, you know, fucking with the mix back then and blah, blah, and they weren't getting along. Now I think the reason they did remix it and everything, or I shouldn't say the reason they did, but, the, the proofs in the pudding. I, I think that's why Ronnie back 40 years ago was, up, was not happy with it because he knew the potential of it. He knew it could have been so much better and sure as shit, man, this new remix is great. And, and why, why, why do I bring that up on a kiss podcast? I would love that for, especially the first two. Don't get me wrong. I, I love kiss alive and kiss alive too. They're two of the greatest things in the entire kiss canon but how cool would it be to go back and with you know a hot shot producer now remix them whether you even like it or not i mean it would just be a fun wouldn't thing. it wouldn't it be wouldn't it be cool if they went back and put bob kulik's overdubs back on a live oh, Jesus. see <laughs> see mike zingo there's <laughs> go back to the asshole <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't control that. 
<laughs> but joking. <laughs> so, 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 uh, you know, I, I think that would be fun. Put it this way. Uh, here's a good homework question. Of those of you who bought the Destroyer Resurrected, because I, 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 I listen to that now more than the, the regular Destroyer. I, I, I don't, I don't, I will oh, admit I it, it, but I, I but I it. bought it, but, but I love that they do stuff like that. I love that they, you know, and we've talked about this. Why not go, go remix Unmasked? Go as much as I love Crazy Nights as it is, go remix it. Take the keyboards out and make it a heavier album if you think you can do that. Yeah. Let let Ron Nevison do what he maybe wanted to do but couldn't do. I mean, that was my only issue with the with there, it. There, there's there's so much cool it. stuff like that that Kiss could do. Uh-huh. And you know, and 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 it's not that I don't love the off the soundboards because I still listen to the Des Moines one a lot. I mean, that Des Moines off the soundboard is is beautiful. The box sets are amazing. I don't listen to the box sets over and over and over again. But, you know, again, we're talking about a band like Cheap Trick and Alice Cooper. These guys are not, I don't know. Yeah, they're, but, they're, ju- they're just out there still doing what artists should be doing, in my opinion. But to your point. Making music. But to your point from many shows we've done. Where does the band involvement stop and the record label take over? I'm not talking about Cheap Trick or Buck Cherry or any of these bands that are releasing new music. I'm talking about, you're like, there's so many things Kiss could do. Okay, great. So let's say Crazy Nights is, is a great example or even Unmasked. Get rid of the keyboards, change the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Who makes that decision at that point? Isn't it really down to the label more than Kiss? Well, I, I honestly, I don't know a hundred percent. I would just, I'm just speculating and guessing here. I mean, it comes down. First thing it comes down to is who's going to pay for it. That's, that's the biggest thing that's always going to come down to. And there's nothing wrong with the fact that, you know, Gene and Paul want somebody else to pay for it. I mean, that's how you get, that's, that's how you get to where you are by having other people finance and do your projects but at some point don't you i mean i remember this was decades ago when i was working with kiss online people were like now that kiss has direct access to their fans why can't they spend the money on their own up front but then sell directly to the fan and take all of the money and cut the record label out now granted when you've got a record deal you can't cut the record label out especially and i don't know if this is the case with kiss but you know so many artists it comes down to what's your recoupment do you still owe your record label money for all of the past stuff that the label has paid for but hasn't made shown a profit yet right and and if if you are unrecouped the label is going to be like no, we're not going to let you go sell something on your own and make all the money when you still owe us money. So it, it, it now, and again, maybe Kiss has got an arrangement with their record label where they have the rights to go do stuff on their own. Maybe they do. Well, maybe they don't. Well, Mike, let's, let's be, be honest and be fair too. 
we've been getting a couple kiss titles a year for the oh no i'm not complaining years. about that no no, no i saying, think that's so, great you know we are getting something we are getting things look for as much as uh, you know i <laughs> the content wasn't uh put it this way the content was what it was and i'm glad i have it you know the last off the the soundboard the I'm glad that they just didn't put out the same old, same old. I'm glad we got the Mark St. John one. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm glad that I have it. I, you know, listened to it a couple times. I'll probably never revisit it. But, you know, now I have a document of that. And let's face it, the, you know, the last couple, you know, the Destroyer box set and, and the uh, and the Creatures of the Night box set were just out of the fucking park. Oh, awesome. yeah. So, so as Kiss fans, you know what? No, we're not getting new, new music. Would I like some again? Um, I, I would love a single or something, you know, uh, but we have been getting stuff that we didn't have before. So I am, I am very happy with, you know, the quality of the stuff that they have been putting out. And again, we have been getting a couple things a year. So I, I but, guess, I you know, let, 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 I, I a hundred percent agree. And I do love the off the sound boards and I do love the box sets. Although we, it's been awfully quiet for quite a few months now with no news on either of those. Right now. I'm sure Mark knows and he can't tell us anything. You know, as the case always goes on this show, he just sits there and smiles. <laughs> I mean, listen, do I do I wholly think there will be more in each of those? hundred percent. It's just like, I want more now. I don't want to wait. I don't want to keep waiting. I don't want to keep waiting. I mean, did the you creatures, know. Did the Creatures box set do well? Yes, did very well. Okay. They both did. Both the destroy. That's how come they're going to keep doing. I mean, yeah. They're they're selling well. And, uh, you know, um, like I said, uh, you know, getting people like Tom and, and Ken Sharp and, you know, they're getting the best of the best people, um, you know, yeah. involved. So, you know, I mean, and, 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 and that's why they're so good because there's people, they are people who are just not, Hey, it's the art department, go work on this project. Even if you don't like kiss, I mean, they love kiss. You can tell they put their heart and soul and their passion into it which matters i just again i just wish we could get one more kiss release album ep a couple singles you know and i'll go as far as you know you got you pick you pick either bob ezrin or eddie kramer michael james jackson would have been in there rest in peace but do it right let's if the last release from kiss is with one of those two two producers, that's deserving of the final release, in my opinion. Yeah. We can't even if it's one, even if it's one single, even if it's literally one single that that Eddie Kramer comes in and produces, and you know, and I'm I'm not even gonna sit here and go, it's gotta be the original four. No, it doesn't have to be the original four, because I know goddamn well it'll never be the original four recording yeah, together that, again. That ship has sailed. That ship is long gone, but just, I don't know, do, do something, just, you know, do a little bit more, but you know, we know the, the, the kiss vaults are extremely deep. I mean, because they've been such an active band for 50 years now, 
dude, there's so much. Well, remember they, what Robert Conte do. said when he was on our show many a year or so ago, maybe two more than that. I don't remember. He when he went through the vaults and all the stuff that's in there from the elder. Yeah. Yep. There's there's a lot. Well, look, it, if you take a step back, matter of fact, I think last week Alice. Um, released Killers with another Killer Era live show and some bonus alternate takes. And then he did Schools Out. Those both came out within the last week. Um, Nugent just uh, is releasing something. You know, Cheap Trick had those cool record store day things. So, I mean, it's good to see that, you know, some of these great classic artists are tapping back into their you know, vaults and giving the fans the stuff they want. But, you know, all those acts I just talked about, Alice and Ted and Cheap Trick, they've at least released new music in the last couple of years. Kiss has 100%. Kiss hasn't released any new music since Monster. And, and, and honestly, that's one of the things I think is why Joe Perry, again, you guys know I'm a huge fan, you know, he did that solo tour just because I think he's frustrated and waiting for them to start. And he, you know, went in and recorded seven new songs. You know, I, I love the fact, like you said, Michael, I, I think that's what Joe's like, you know what? I will just put this out. You know, it's got the same cover. It's literally almost the same. He's, 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 he's not, he's not sitting here going, well, if it isn't going to sell a half a million copies, yeah. it's not worth it. He's just like, I just want to get this out. I just want to release this. Mm-hmm. And if it and sells, you, it sells. Like, like I said, just uh, again, uh, the, the new cuts on this are just fantastic. I had it on, um, you know, oh, I got it a couple of weeks ago, but I've been listening to it a lot lately. And, and it's, that's the whole thing, you know, it's just good to have. And, and I'm not one of those guys that goes, oh, is that, you know, as good as Sweet Emotion or something? That doesn't even cross my mind. I'm just happy to hear his guitar playing just like I'm happy to hear, you know, Rick Nielsen play with Robin singing and Cooper. That's what I'm, that's what makes me happy. I'm, I'm happy to hear new stuff, you know, and, yep. and it also gets them out on the road too. So you get to go, get to go see them. You know, it's funny. Um, this past weekend I was bummed. Um, I wanted to go, Pat Travers was in town and I wanted to go see Pat Travers. When I say in town, he was actually an hour north of me, but I just couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't make it up there. I just had, you know, family, family obligations. And, and the same thing's happening this week because I want to go see Kansas. But uh, since Father's Day is Sunday, they're playing Saturday, but we have some family stuff that we're going to be doing Saturday. And it was like, oh, I wanted to go to that show. Because these bands, you know, they're on their farewell tour, you know, uh, you know, band like you know, Alice, I don't see him ever having a farewell tour, but at some point it's going to catch up. I mean, he's in his, what, late seventies now, mid, yeah. mid to late seventies. It's good. It's it just time, time waits for no one, as they say, and it's just going to happen and we're going to be bummed. And let's face it, you know, next year at this time, hopefully. And again, this is just me talking. I have no, no, I, you know, no idea. Obviously, there's tons of rumbles that there's going to be a kiss um, uh, residency. Hopefully, we have that next year because as of right now, 
come December, it's it, man. There's there's no cruise for 24, they're saying. Um, the Wait residency, I thought they were doing a cruise for 24. No. Uh, Doc said on, a, on a, a recent interview that they talked about it and they just kind of nixed it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's finally settling in now that, you know, look, I, I'm going to be very surprised if Ozzy gets through his set. When is that out in oh, California, Michael? Yeah I, yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen the pictures of Ozzy recently and it's like, I I'll be surprised if he can walk up the steps to get on stage. I mean, and, and I don't say that in, in making fun of him. It's just like, he doesn't look like he's in any physical condition to be out on stage period i can yeah. I, I see him doing that and i hope i'm wrong i want to eat the i really want to eat these words i i but i see him in a chair or just i i will tell you you know <clears throat> one of my i don't want to say if it was sad it was sad no it was very sad actually but I'm a, you you know I'm a big Motorhead fan and you know when Lemmy died a few years ago he died you know Christmas Day or whatever December and the last time through Detroit was in September was that 2015 and what what year was that I don't even remember I don't remember a few years ago and but now I I've seen Motorhead since the early 80s on you know seen them every time I think they've been through Detroit probably 50 plus times. And he literally, they, they may as well put him out on a dolly and moved him to the mic. He didn't move and they didn't do any new songs. They just did. They like, okay, we're going to get his hour done. And then we're going to turn this fragile man and bring him back. And I was happy that I went. And if you remember timeline, if you remember, he was canceling shows um, mm-hmm. which never happened. Motorhead went on no matter what. And, and I was like, God, do I really want to have that as my last memory? But I'm glad I went in retrospect. Um, but Ozzy's different. <clears throat> I, you know, Ozzy, again, another artist I've seen, I bet you I've seen Ozzy 70 times. I mean, it's going to be weird if he's just, up there. Yeah, I mean, Ozzy's known as the guy who's like runs to the side of the stage, runs back to the middle, grabs the mic, let's go, yeah. runs to the side, yeah. come back, you know, bounces down, bounces up. I mean, he's got such trademark actions on stage that, yeah, it would be weird to see him just completely stationary or sitting. And, you know, I, I look at God, uh, Ozzy as he's, he's the godfather. He's the godfather of metal, in my opinion. And, and I don't know. I feel like being the godfather you should go out with respect and elegance. You shouldn't look frail, fragile, weak on stage. That, you know, the godfather doesn't want to look that way. Or, or, you know, the only difference I would say. Must be raining. Windy. 
Finley, Tarzan. What's that? What you am completely, I you, you, you completely froze up there. I, it, like I said, it is kicking ass outside. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything getting interrupted, but um, we're getting lots of thunder, rain, and you know, lightning. So, um, well, let 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 well, let's dig that? in. Let's dig into some comments here, Tommy. Why don't you start on on YouTube and let's do more than just one or two. I mean, you could start at the top and just start reading them all, and let's just. Well, the first Talk one that caught it. my eye uh, is a really in, this. This leads into our discussion last week about Spotify top twenty, bottom twenty, and all that because I don't really understand Spotify as far as how far around the globe they reach some of this stuff decision wise for number of plays. But um, Rabant seven 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 said the only Kiss songs that the general public in the UK would know would be Crazy Crazy Nights and God Gave Rock and Roll to You Too. So those are the only two songs that people reference once they know I'm a Kiss fan. Uh, people will know I was made for loving you, but not know that it's Kiss. General rock fans in the UK would know Rock and Roll Night, Lick It Up, Strutter, God of Thunder, I Love It Loud, Cold Gin, Heavens on Fire, but not a lot more. So different parts of the world, different parts of the country. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, you know, you go to Australia and they're going to know Shandy. Mm -hmm. Big time. You go to yeah. the U.S. Who's Shandy? Right. My next door neighbor. I mean, you know, it, that's the way it is, not just with Kiss, but with every band that's been around for decades. There's songs that became regional geographical hits in other areas that didn't come back to the u.s right yeah um i like the one where uh mds said i was a kiss fan when i was like 12 years old then i heard led zeppelin for the first time and i've never listened to kiss again and why is he watching our show well my my reply was I never listened to Led Zeppelin after discovering Kiss. Not sure what your point is. <laughs> it's like, do you want to just be a troll and are you trashing Kiss? I mean, what's the point? Um, does he got, know that Paul and Jimmy are friends? I mean, does that make him feel any better? Oh, don't mention <laughs> that to him. Call it, that it, just back, it just goes back to the whole high school bullshit. Look, Led yep. Zeppelin isn't any better or worse than Kiss. It's, it's all subjective. It's yeah, yep. it's whatever you like. I mean, there are a lot of people who love prog rock or they love uh, really hardcore metal. It's not good or bad. It's you like what you like and Tommy, sometimes two kinds huh? of music. That's it. What? It's only two yeah. kinds of music. Yeah, stuff you like and stuff you don't. Yeah. It. And, and sometimes it picks you. You know, I can't tell you why I like certain songs. I mean, I can try to to verbalize it but sometimes it's not easy to you know and i just am so tired of that oh this guy's great and that guy sucks and this is a good band and that's not and this guy can play guitar and that guy can't that's none of that is relevant that's i always try to say that i'm glad and if you ever go through if i'm you ever see me talking music on somebody's i always try to say something because if i don't like it like you know no all joking aside it's not the biggest poison guy, 
Um, but anybody who is a big fan, I'm like, I'm glad you dig it. I'm glad that makes you happy. Right. Um, yeah. It, does, it, anyone... it, it, it doesn't affect you or me if somebody no, likes something no. different. It's like, great. Enjoy it. Have a good time. Well, put it this way, you know, again, because I was just talking about Motorhead the, you know, a few minutes ago. I understand that his voice, Lemmy's voice, isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. But to me, I Brett Michael's voice to me is just nails on a chalkboard. So I get it. But I mean, I like singers that other people, you know, wouldn't want to listen to. So I mean, that's what I mean. It's subjective. You find in it what you want to find in it, or it finds you one of the two, but there is no right or wrong. It either right. makes you feel or it doesn't make you feel. Yep. And you know, here, here's here's an here's another good one. This is from Bot Boy sixty nine. How couldn't <laughs> how couldn't hold me touch me living in sin? I finally found my way. Eat your heart out, not be at the bottom twenty. And it's a good question. And I started thinking about it. And you know, if you guys remember when you listened last week, the bottom twenty was heavily made up of. Carnival of Souls and Hot in the Shade songs. Um, Hold Me, Touch Me came off the Paul Stanley solo album. That was very well received. That was that's a fan favorite. Um, Living in Sin, same thing. I mean, it's Gene's solo album. Um, I finally found my way. Okay, I'm not a big fan of that, um, but. You know, came off of Psycho Circus. That got major exposure and major push. Eat your heart out. I could wonder why that isn't lower. But, I mean, and for all we know, maybe it's 21 and just didn't make the bottom 20. But I think the point I'm trying to make is what is in the bottom 20, and, and somebody else talks about how Carnival of Souls, like Mark, is one of their favorite albums. They love it. But in general, Carnival of Souls didn't do anything. Didn't. I mean, it it didn't get a tour behind it. It got very minimal record label push. Got a little well, radio zero. support. Zero. 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 And and even with that, the vast majority of Kiss fans, I would I could safely say, probably are not fans of the album. And Hot in the Shade, a little different. I mean, the tour was a massive success. But this, the tour, and I think we talked about this last week, the tour wasn't selling albums. The tour was selling concert tickets. You know, my friend who worked at Mercury Records said, you know, I'll repeat it again. It was like, yeah, you know, after they sold out in Chicago playing to like 15, 18,000 people, we only sold 800 albums after that show. It should have been a lot more than that based on what other bands will do with that sort of a sellout. Um, Hot in the Shade, in general, I think amongst most KISS fans, is not looked upon favorably as a great album. It's got some, it's got some moments. It's got a couple moments. I mean, again, Forever was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Hide Your Heart did okay. But beyond that, most KISS fans don't look upon it with a lot of love. You know, it's not like, oh, I can't wait to listen to Hot in the Shade. 
you know what though they didn't do themselves any favors because you know again go back to the thing i always say about timeline here we are you know uh, a few decades removed from that record it, it what's the the it hasn't aged well yes and one of the reasons that it hasn't aged well is because it didn't sound good then and it doesn't sound good now yeah it again they didn't they went on the cheap as they say and that's the legacy is getting what it deserved that you know i say this about anything in life music otherwise you get in what you put it you get out of it what you put into it and you know for as here's a great example you know they didn't have much money on the first couple kiss records but what they did have was passion people still liked those songs um, by Hot in the Shade, they were throwing fucking noodles at the walls to see what would stick. And they're like, fuck, that's, this demo's fine. I mean, they just fuck, didn't fuck. Mark, 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 Mark Cicchini will buy this no matter what shit sure. we put on it. I that mean, they got to that point. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I bought it. I bought the yeah. CD. I got the vinyl. I got the singles. And, and they, we even bought yeah, the they fucking... Knew that. Uh, the first kiss last... <laughs> first kiss. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... Yeah, hundred percent. It didn't. It it hasn't improved. I mean, and and we say this, but musicians, Gene and Paul say this. Um, you don't last fifty years if you don't have good songs. Well, fifty years from now, people are not going to be cranking hot in the shade because there's not good songs on there. Forever and hide your heart might appear in some playlists, but in general, that album, no, it's is going to be looked at as just a moment in Kiss's history and not looked upon with lots of fondness and memories. And, you know, it's not going to be looked at the same way fans look at Destroyer or Love Gun or Alive or the debut album. Um, It's just not. But don't you think sometimes people have a tendency to not give some things a fair shot it's all the time you know like uh, i put up a a post the other day and said please name a movie that you love that you think everyone should see that they may not know trying to avoid you know spider-man and transformers and all that now that any of those movies are bad but everybody knows those everyone knows sound of music that kind of thing And one of the things that someone posted, and it made me think about it because I'm guilty of this, is someone said, I can't believe nobody else mentioned The Fisher King, which is a movie in the 80s with Robin Williams and uh, Jeff Bridges. And I really like Jeff Bridges. I I follow him. I've seen most of his films. But just even the still photos I see from that movie look so weird to me that I just have never even given it a chance. And I know I'm, I'm guilty of that too with music, but I can tell you this photographing as many bands as I do, that's really opened me up to be at least present in the moment and give them a shot. You know, cause some of this stuff, maybe people would like even more if they actually gave it a chance at what it is for what it is, rather than expecting it to be, another destroyer or expecting it to be another ace i I, I get what you're saying tommy but you know i can i'll speak just for myself here i i still try to give at least once a year 
Peter Chris's solo album, another try. Yeah. Carnival Souls, another open, try. Yeah. Hot, hot in the shade, another try. I'm just like, oh, because, and, and listen, I admitted this a couple months ago, you know, when, when Sonic Boom finally appeared on Spotify, I started listening to it again and I admitted on the show, I'm like, you know what? This is actually pretty damn good now that I can really sit good. down and, and really get into it and listen to it. Um, Hot in the Shade, Carnival of Souls, Peter Chris's solo album, you know, after decades of continuing to try and give it a shot, still doesn't work. Still yeah. doesn't work. Now, part of it is musically, it just doesn't work for my ears. Part of it is Hot in the Shade still sounds like crappy production and demos. You know, that stuff doesn't go away with time. You know, the quality of the recording on Hot in the Shade doesn't get better as years go on. It's not like wine. The, right. the overall underlying sound and direction of Carnival, and so Carnival of Souls doesn't change with time. And, you know, I'm not sitting here listening to other grunge bands. I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to speak ill of anything like Nirvana or Pearl Jam or Alice in Chains or any of those. I just didn't like that music. That was okay, it. You're the most open-minded of anyone I know. I, I've given them a life. try and, and, you know, I'm not going to say they freaking suck, but the music just doesn't work for me. So I'm sure there are people that don't give things a fair shot. But if it doesn't but work I'd for like you, to. you can't say you didn't try. No, I, I, right. I get frustrated when I see some of these people posting crap about um, Singer and Thayer. It's like, God, get over yourselves, all right? I'm just so tired of seeing, how can you call yourself a Kiss fan and then turn around and, and say these horrible things about people? And, and it's just like, that's the kind of stuff that just rubs me the wrong way. You know, if you don't like it, change the channel. If you don't like this show, don't listen. It, it's not being force fed on you. Yeah, and there, there, there's, there's some people out there that just have, I don't even know if they really have personal issues with the person in the band. They just want to hate something. They just want to get down on it. And, and, and on, I mean, this might be a little bit of a swerve. This week, I went off on a Wasp fan oh, good. Who, who, who was like, fuck Blackie Lawless. He has no commitment to the band, no commitment to anything. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, I made a comment. And I said, well, if that's how you feel, the simple solution is just don't buy a ticket. Don't go to the show. But then I came back. And I'm like, wait a second. I've been thinking about that. No commitment. He's not committed. I go, do you, do you know this guy? played the European tour with a cracked back. Yeah. Not only did it start as a herniated disc, halfway through, he literally cracked one of the vertebrates and he continued playing in pain that he described as never experiencing before and never wishing on somebody else. Would you, and I said this to the fan, would you have done that? I go, no, no way in fucking hell would you have done that? But he was so committed to wanting to do these shows for the fans that 
have had their shows rescheduled like three times, four times because of COVID and other issues. And he's just like, I got, I, I, I have to make every freaking attempt. And that's why like the last five shows on the tour, he was sitting on a chair because he right. want, you know, his doctors were like, you should be going home. You shouldn't be moving. If you do anything, you risk greater and potentially permanent damage. He's like, I, if I just sit there and don't do anything, would that be okay? And they're like, well, it probably shouldn't be any worse, but you know, you really shouldn't be doing this. He was so committed. And, and, and that, that's what gets me about, you know, the kiss fans who are like, Oh, I hate Tommy Thayer. I hate Eric Singer. It's like, do you really, what do you hate about them? Honestly, try and try and use words to describe that because if you just hate the fact that they're way, wearing makeup, then don't hate the person. And that's not the person. As we've all said many times, there's gu- millions of guitarists out there who, if they were given the chance to be hired by Kiss and put on Ace Frehley's makeup, they'd be on it a second. Well, In a second. And part of the reason I feel like this is a reason to bring up is for those of you that are like, oh, God, why are you guys doing this? It's because we're also saying to those of you that follow this show and support this show and love the band that are there any other aspects in your life where you do this? You know, are you missing out on some really cool music or experiences or films or, uh, you know, sport or, or whatever it is? based solely on your preconceived notions of something? Probably not. I mean, maybe in sports and music, because those two things elicit some pretty deep passions. Yeah, but I'm talking about even like going and trying to play pickleball or going to play racquetball or no, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they, it, it, they would, they would just be like, eh, I'm not interested. No big deal. And they they move on with their life. Yeah. And, and the point is, if that's what you feel about a band or a sports team, okay, just move on with your life. I yeah. mean, do you get, do you get freaking upset when your favorite restaurant changes chefs? Maybe if it bothers you that much, you just never go back again and you're not eating there anymore. But do you spend every day of your life trashing that restaurant on social media and attacking the new chef who replaced your favorite chef because my hamburger now tastes different? It's just, I don't know. It, you know, it is it is a lot of emotion and a passion that we as fans have. Well, Mike, let's let's. I'm going to give you a real world example, but especially you two knuckleheads, because you bust my balls about it. You probably, well, maybe or maybe not this year. You guys both know I was a Detroit Lions season ticket holder forever. Yeah. Yep. And and in 2019, I just had enough. Just had enough. I didn't go on this, you know, trolling fan sites about the I just stopped giving them their money my giving them my money and I stopped watching the I just I'm like I'm done with you don't get me wrong I still watch football because I love the game but I'm done and I I understand that sometimes you 
you know, Aerosmith's a great music wise, switch my lines talk to, to, to Aerosmith. I haven't liked an Aerosmith album since the late eighties. Um, but I bought tickets for this tour. Um, couldn't support the Joe Perry solo tour anymore. You know, uh, anybody who knows me knows what I had to do that night. <laughs> that was you know? freaking dedication. Yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah, I, you have, to, if you love something, love it. But if there's a time to walk away, walk away, but you don't have to walk away with, now I have to spend, you know, every second on, on Detroit Lions fucking trying Ru- to Ru- Ru- ruining all the other fans yeah. who might still like it. Just trying to, trying to destroy the band or the, the, the football team. I mean, listen, you can try all you want to destroy the Detroit Lions or Kiss or Aerosmith or anything else. You're not going to, you're, you're a nobody. You're a, I mean, we are fleas around these people. It's just like, there's such a big machine. It's going to keep rolling. Whether these diehard fans are there because somebody new is going to always come along that, you know, that's, that's when, that's when you can see a, a franchise, whether it's a sport or a musical franchise, that's going to live forever is when the generations start changing over. Well, Mike they've secured their future. What, when Paul says, how many times, how many of you, is this your first kiss concert? 50% mm-hmm. yeah. raise their hands. Well, yeah. when you're on the kiss cruise on every one of the cruises, Paul would ask, you know, how many times, how many people are, is this your first kiss cruise and a good third or more raise their hands. They're always gaining new fans. Their legacy pulls people in. God bless well, them for it. And 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 the generation before them pulls them in, meaning mom and dad or grandma Talked and grandpa who, who who originally went. I mean, you know, that was like going back to Blackie. That's another thing that he was astounded by on this 40th anniversary tour. Is how many young kids he's seen at a Wasp concert. And and let's let's be honest, Wasp hasn't been a force to reckon with in the U.S. for long many years, a long time. But the they've got the same thing Kiss has. Us older fans who grew up on when, them forty years ago want, and I saw so many, and I got so many emails from fans who are like, "I was so happy I brought my my thirteen year old daughter, my fifteen year old son." And they had the time of their life. And it made me so happy to see them enjoying something I enjoyed as a kid their age. When a franchise can get to that point, that is pretty freaking special and amazing that you've, you've been able to survive all those ups and downs and ups and downs. And new generations are coming in going, this is pretty freaking amazing. This is cool. I like this band. I like this sports team. You don't have to like it, but don't, as Mark, as you always say, don't rain on my parade. You know, you're not going to do anything by trying to rain on the parade of somebody who's having a good time. You're not. You can hate kiss all you want now, but guess what? When they're playing to 20,000 people in Amsterdam who are smiling and fist pumping in the air, nothing you can do is going to change what those people felt 
and left thinking. Nothing. So, you know, it might sound cliche to say, you know, get a life. You're wasting your life on the keyboard doing that. But that's true. What the f- do you think you're going to accomplish by trying to ruin somebody else's enjoyment? Because you're, 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 you're never going to change it. You can tell me all you want till you're blue in the face how bad Crazy Night sucks. It's not going to phase me one bit. I will still keep playing it. I'll still keep cranking it. But go ahead. Use up your life to try and do that. I mean, that's what it comes down to. True. Um, here's, a, here's an interesting comment. This goes back to why isn't KISS recertifying their catalog with the RIAA? Uh, Les Wadley. I've read where many albums were sold out of the back door at the printing plants. And, and my, my comment to that would be, go find the book Hitman. You can get that on Amazon. It came out, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago. It's a fantastic book about the music industry, sixties and seventies. And, yeah, there was a lot of shady stuff that all record labels were doing back then. All sorts of stuff. You know, hey, record record store, we want you to put this album on your end cap. But what we're going to do to make it worth your while is we're going to send you an extra box of records and we're not going to account for them. So you can sell them for whatever you want and you keep 100% of the profit. The artist didn't get any of that. Um, you know, record clubs were always notorious for, you know, are these cutouts or these overstocks or these, did they print additional copies to sell out through record clubs? Hitman is a great book. If you're, if you're interested in like payola, how record companies were spending money to just get the reports even though the songs weren't being played um you know record companies would buy albums so they could get a great debut they could get great reporting you know there's it's always been part of the music industry so um check out the book hitman it it it, i can't remember i mean it's been so long since i read it did they say it was based on facts or was it a real life story i can't remember no it was it was people inside the record industry and just basically how how it yeah true i mean there 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 is some talk of casablanca and kiss and i remember pink floyd was mentioned in there i mean a lot of these superstar acts now granted they they had great music but you know they're they were they were propped up artificially propped up back then to make them look even bigger than they were back then um let's see that's ace fraley this is funny ace fraley sits down for a q a with tommy summers and tommy that that interview you did with with ace still 
people are still watching that here and there and comments keep trickling in. Um, Lance Hurley commented two days ago. He said he has a good relationship with Paul as of today, June 11th, 2023. Not so much. (laughs) True. Well, you know, I'm thinking we never even aired the second half of that. Because remember, there was two parts. I don't think we ever did the second. So we should, I I should pick that out. Let me let me look and see. Um, you know the funny thing though, um, I just need to comment on that because if you remember a few weeks back when when Paul called me uh, about the whole Bob, well, no, it, it has to do with what he said. Paul right. could not stand up for Ace fast enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he dislikes the guy, he, that was one of the first things out of his mouth. When he when he called about that was basically him and Ace busted their ass on that. Yeah. And look, if he didn't give a fuck about Ace, that wouldn't have came. He wouldn't. He would have only cared about himself. Right. I think. And go back to. I still think the best, at least in the last twenty years. And I hate to say this, I think the best kiss interviews were the ones when they got in when they got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the one that's in Rolling Stone magazine. Yes, I can't stand Rolling Stone magazine, but that kiss interview was the most honest interview if if not of all time, at least in the last 20 years. And there's one thing in there where Gene, I don't know if it was Gene or Paul, made the observation that, you know what? For as much as we bitch about the other two, meaning Peter and Ace, we talk about them every day. Yeah. Look, they they have a bond so strong. That I, I guarantee those guys deep down inside, each one of them, and I mean Peter and Ace as well, love the other three like their whole existence is because of one another. Yep. Um, that's how they got there. I think if anything were to happen to, to Peter or Ace now, Gene and Paul as human beings would be heartbroken. They yes. love those guys. They love, love, love those guys, but they love them so much that they're like a brother that you just get mad yep. at. You'll forever yep. love them. It'll forever mean the world to you because I guarantee right now if if for whatever reason Ace got a hold of Paul because he was in a bad place and Paul had a, a way to help he would I, I without a doubt in, in my mind um, I think that's how deep their feelings for one another go yeah they they bitch and bicker but deep down inside I guarantee that those guys love one another in the deepest human form. I mean, they, they, they scaled the fucking world together. They have four kids out of fucking nowhere. And they created, they they, they create, they created something that no other band ever created or ever will create. And that's why you can't take too much out of when they're fighting back and forth and say those things. That's why we try not to spend time on that because it's a it's a moment in time just like if you're upset with a friend or your your spouse or whatever it's a moment in time it doesn't define 
who you are. It doesn't define your relationship with that person. So you got to also kind of take all this in context and go, okay, well, that's just a moment. Yep. I mean, you know, you, 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 you really nailed it, Mark. It's like, you know, it's, it's like brothers. It's like siblings. If, if you've got a sibling, you know, exactly what, what we're talking about. I mean, I remember, you know, as a kid with my sister, we'd get into some of the nastiest knockdown drag out fights. I remember throwing her into the corner of a cupboard once and breaking her forehead open because we were fighting, but she's still my sister, you know, and, and Gene and Paul even talk about each other that way. They may not see eye to eye on a lot of things, but they're brothers. And you know what that means. You're there for your brother. Look at what happened when Paul got married. He didn't invite Gene to that to to second wedding. He just there and explained why. And it wasn't because he hated him, you know. I mean that. I, I tell you what, it, for as for as much as some of because I've you know I've read all for their bios, plus just us. And I mean, you too, everybody here is watching the show. We know the story backwards and forwards. And there's so much goofy stuff in there. But I think at the end of the day, when you got to the end of all four of those bios, those guys, <laughs> they love one another. And, yep. and that's how come they got so pissy with one another. Because what are they, what's that old thing? You know, you hurt the ones you love the most. And because you know that, you, you know, they're, they're, there's blood there. You know, again, those guys, I, I think anybody who did what they did, um, you, know, you know, from Led Zeppelin on, I mean, their band of brothers was so strong that they couldn't continue. When Bonzo was gone, they're, we're done. You know, some, I, I could only imagine the feelings some of these people who have had that kind of success, how they feel about the ones who started out with them or the most things. It's like old, it's like old school Mark today. You're muted, Tommy. Oh yeah, it is. It's he's, this like is a flat this is a flashback episode to Mark of I don't know eight it years looks ago. Like he's watching porn in that last yeah, so you exactly. missed so you missed all that? Yeah. Did the audio sorry. come through? No, nope. you just fuck froze. You you, so you were like uh, uh, you were uh, on a path not, to eloquence and then it that was it. All right. Well then let's get I, you know what? I I I'm just done. Uh, just now we're getting now 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 we're getting cranky, Mark. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you know what, Liz? Liz told me too. She goes, "I'm putting dinner on the table at seven. It's mm -hmm. twenty minutes to. If, if this is freezing, it's not even fucking fun. So I'm just gonna let's just get the fuck out of here. We got, we got, we got, we got hangry, Mark, and we got heck unhappy, Mark. This is like a perfect storm is brewing and in the basement of Mark. Detroit. <laughs> yeah, we had at impassioned, Mark, too. All right, so. Listen, it's been it's been an hour. We read a bunch of comments. We discussed it. We could this is kind of fun. We could always do this more when we don't have a topic. Dig mm -hmm. into some comments. Um, you know, your homework, comment on what we commented on any of these 
you know, messages mm-hmm. that were left for us. What do you think? Are we full of shit? Um, did I do enough to be an asshole this week? No. Neither. You don't think the Bob Kulik comment? Yeah, it's was nice. It was close, but no, that, that that does mess with the harmony. But that was just you being witty. You know? That's me. No, that's me knowing timing when it comes to comedy, right, yeah. Izzy? I know timing. Izzy doesn't. I still would um, like to go and see one of his stand-ups. I mean, is it going to be any funnier than watching him on a podcast? I don't know. I derive a lot of pleasure watching him eat a meal. It's it, like I said before. It's like the Kramer. It's disturbing yet I can't look away. You can always start doing those again, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't. I'm getting. I mean, is he getting a little bored with the donut posts? Yeah. Right. Look, we, Liz we, just we, put we, food ready. Listen, Mark's ready to eat. All right, you guys know what your homework is. Go leave your comment on YouTube, our Facebook page, wherever. Um, we do have a guest next week, and if you paid attention at the beginning, it should be pretty easy to figure out what it's about. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. Bueller? Bueller? Bueller. <laughs> All right. That's it. Three sides of the coin. We're out of here. See everybody next if week. you have something to say, leave a voicemail or send us a text message. Call 320-515-VOICES for three sides of the coin. Provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.